This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. You know what the new fad is, I think, with diesel trucks? No. I'm kind of scared, though. (laughs) So, on my way back from lunch, I literally saw probably five trucks that were were like this, Mm -hmm. where they've got the, the, maybe a leveling kit, or maybe not, I don't know, because their wheels are too small, I can't tell, but they've got, like, the small, like, when I say small, maybe 20s, like 18s, but they've got, like, the tight, wide tires on them that are super small and stick out super wide mm-hmm. i saw like five in a freaking row dude like right down freya like boom there's that. one i'm hey. like wow dude your whole, whole entire tire is outside your truck tyler get on instagram dude i am on instagram but i don't follow <laughs> stuff like that but i know there's people listen there's there's trucks out there where guys do it and it's clean and it's nice yeah, yeah, okay okay but some of them it's like Wow, do you have like a freaking eight inch spacer in between the wheel and the hub? Like, no I can joke. see your full caliper. Like, no, no, well, you can see the freaking front caliper from the back mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at it because it's sticking out so far. Just, I don't know. I'm not. The thing to me, like, I wash my truck every single weekend, like every single Sunday. That's like, I, I don't mm-hmm. know why, but I just got into this program of doing it every single Sunday. And, uh, I'm just looking at those trucks. I'm like, man, you guys must have a hard time keeping those things clean because they just got just. Just stuff going everywhere on those trucks. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it either. And that kind of leads us into this episode because I don't know how the hell you even think it's a good idea to tow with wheels stuck out that far. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why else you would buy a diesel pickup. Yeah. Besides the tow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that leads <laughs> us into this episode. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington, the where it's box. still hot as hell. Yeah. Ugh, we so decided to off. change the podcast room into not just a, it needs to be a multifunction space. Yeah. So it's sauna, <laughs> podcast room, and overall video room. Yeah. That's hot. It's where <laughs> I come, it's where I get my midday cry on. Yeah. Sometimes in the middle of the day, I just got to get a good couple of tears out. It's like coming here. It's oh, like okay. burn some calories while I'm doing it because yeah, I'm yeah. crying. Because it's hotter crying. than hell in here. Because oh well, if you come in here and you start sweating, but you're crying. Then nobody but you, knows but you're, you're crying. Enough, nobody knows you're crying. <laughs> Pro tip. You just look like dad a super tip. sweaty dude. Yeah. Dad <laughs> tip, if you feel like crying, just go make sure and go do something real sweaty outside. Get yourself nice. Let and, it out. Yeah. Nice, hot, and wet on the face. That way, if, when you're crying, <laughs> nobody no can knows. know. Yeah. yeah. They just assume you're working hard. Pro tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. Yeah. So, yeah, coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Uh, make sure and check us out on all your normal podcast avenues Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, any anywhere else that you can listen to? I know there's so many more, but I have no idea what they are. I checked our rankings. Mm-hmm. In Canada, we're number 25 in automotive. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> hey. Thanks, everybody up yeah. there. <laughs> the great, the great North. Thanks the, for being our hat. Yeah. 
Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. No, we are. Uh, we're moving up in the rankings, which is awesome. Ben, you didn't even get to reviews, but leave reviews on yeah. any of those platforms that Ben mentioned. Screenshot that and send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address. I'll send a super sick sticker to it. Looks just like logo on our cups in our awesome background with his badass eagle. Did we come up with a name for him yet? We totally spaced on that. We need to because we actually had a contest and we didn't even pick a winner. <laughs> That's how we do That's it. That's how good we are. That's how we do it. Uh, make sure and check us out on YouTube as well. This is a show. If you want to leave a uh, comment specifically about something on the podcast and have someone like me respond to it, that's the best way to do it. If you have questions about your build or you're trying to get something going, um, you can always shoot me or Tyler an email. If it is a pressing issue, like you need to get a part ordered, you do not necessarily have to talk to me or Tyler. Don't get me wrong. We like hearing from you, but we are doing a lot of stuff outside of just uh, taking sales calls. Uh, if you need to get a part ordered ASAP, make sure and call one of our knowledgeable sales texts at 888-993-4373, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. They're, they're here, they're ready to help, and they'll get you going. Um, if you have questions that you want answered on the podcast, uh, you can email me or Tyler. Um, that's ben at dieselpowerproducts.com or tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. And we save them up, and after a while, we actually probably got one coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, we need to do one because yeah. I, I think I've got about – Five or six real good ones that I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, are there any that are like... I don't remember. St- okay. I just save them. I'm sorry. If you guys are expecting a response from me like right away, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to happen. Well, that's, kinda, that's why <laughs> that's I say not, like if you need to yeah. get something going right away, like and you have a question about like th- either you need to tell us or you need to like call one of our guys yeah. and have them do that. For sure. Um, but yeah, we save them up and uh, we, ha- we get an episode going. Um, if it's anything we've talked about, if you listen to some of our old episodes and you want us to rehash something about that or you have a question on something we said a while back, uh, by all means, ask away. And uh, we talk about a lot of other things besides just diesel trucks. Um, and if you have questions on that, open gate. Yeah, you know? like lifestyle stuff, whatever, you know, anything. I mean, Lifestyle you influence lifestyle, you? Yeah, <laughs> lifestyle. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Are you are you monetizing your site? Trademark yeah. Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what anything you just said. Means. Shop my look. <laughs> Target. No, like diesel lifestyle stuff, whether it be budgeting, yeah. whether it be This diesel. episode is brought to you by BD Diesel Performance. BD Diesel Performance is a family-owned and operated business has roots all the way back to 1972 when they started Valley Fuel Injection. And they sell way more parts than just fuel components. I know that's what the first thing a lot of people think about. But they've got parts for your transmission. They've got parts for turbos. they got suspension parts. They even have differential covers. And exhaust brakes as well. Whether you're looking to fix wandering steering in your Ram with a BD steering box brace, replace failed injectors with a set of Performance Plus injectors, or drop some EGTs with a BD Screamer turbocharger. BD's got you covered because they can make transmissions that'll hold that power too. Keep it on the ground. We here at America's Diesel Podcast trust BD components in our very own vehicles. Let's get back to the show. Woo! Convincing your wife that you need parts or whatever. We do need to do another uh, justifying parts to your uh, to your wife again because yeah. I had a I had a customer call and uh, he uh, he just loved those episodes yeah. or that episode. He's, he t- he said this is the episode anybody who comes in my truck has to listen to this. <laughs> I'm like sick, dude. Thanks. I think it'd be kind of funny to either get you know. Your wife or my wife, either I don't know if we could handle both of them. That's a lot of it's a lot of Ooh. women to try and handle. I feel handle. like they team up on us. Oh, totally, hundred percent. No, they don't do that. Yeah. They've never done that. I feel like it may be a good <laughs> idea to get one of them on here to talk about like their side of it too, you know, because you're trying to you know yeah, be that's married. Not a good idea. <laughs> that's not a yeah, good I'm, idea. <laughs> I'm probably gonna nix that one before it even yeah. happens, but yeah. Yeah. We he thought didn't about even it. tell me that it needed this. He said yeah. it was gonna re- <laughs> repair this and it you know, whatever. Yeah, probably. (laughs) All right, so let's get into this episode. Uh, Today we are talking about the – we get get questions about, like, like the basics on certain kind of stuff. So we are going to break it down real basics, a real basic on towing with your turbo diesel pickup. Towing. Towing. And we've done a Towing 101 episode. We've done other towing episodes. um, But it never hurts to kind of rehash that kind of stuff. And talk about it in more depth because we every time we have an episode about something, even if we talked about it before, we usually end up talking about more stuff than we did previously. Sure. So let's like one of the most basic things that before you even think about actually hooking up to a trailer, everybody says if you're going to tow with your pickup truck, buy a diesel. Yeah. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you from experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just so much more efficient. <laughs> um, that's it. Next topic? No. Yeah. So <laughs> no, it, like, it, it certainly it is because here's the thing. I was towing with a Toyota Tundra, a 2010 Toyota Tundra with 
which I got to hand, hand it to Toyota. That's a great V8 engine, mm-hmm. tons of power. Um, it, t- it tows heavy. Uh, it, it, it did what I needed it to do. Yeah. Okay. But, but <laughs> um, when you're towing relatively heavy, I'm talking like maybe 5,000 pounds or above, you're, you're just, you're, and you're constantly in the RPMs because that's the thing with a gas engine. The gas engine's, uh, you know, power is not going to come in at the same RPM as a diesel is, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to get it up in the RPMs. And that was actually a tough thing for me to get over because I went from a diesel to a gas mm-hmm. and I'm trying to, like, keep it low. I'm, I was, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, okay, I need to keep it low on the RPMs. I don't want anything to blow up <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> or anything. But then I, you got to start to think to yourself that, okay, this engine makes power at, like, 4,500 RPMs plus. So you mm-hmm. got to get in the throttle a little bit. You're just putting more stress on components, um, especially when you're towing heavy. And just, it's just a lot a lot more stress. I mean, when you're going up hills and you're having to zing that thing up into the high RPMs, and it sounds like, like my wife would always joke. Or like She's like, I'm just waiting for this thing to go pop. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, me too. <laughs> but, um, and then I moved to my, t- my, uh, my Ram. And my God, it's so much nicer. Yeah. So much nicer. Even my wife was just like, this is the best decision we've made as far as a vehicle. And as far as like the, what we mean about like moving the weight better at lower RPM, if you think about how much horsepower and torque a gas engine V8 makes compared to like a gas or a diesel engine of a similar displacement, um, you have, and it's 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 a big inverse. So you may have a diesel engine that only makes 350 horsepower, but it's going to be coming in at seven, 800, possibly 900 foot pounds of torque. That's a lot of torque. Yeah. You get a gas engine making 350 horsepower, it's probably making about 350, 400 foot-pounds of torque. Yeah. And it's making that torque at like, you know, I mean, it, it's coming in peak torque, you know, uh, what do we say, like maybe three, 4,000 RPM, and it's going to maybe hold that all uh, the way probably, out. Probably higher on a gas engine. I mean, you got to yeah. get up in those R's. I mean, it makes like peak torque at like peak RPM. Okay, basically. so yeah, so you're basically <laughs> winding that engine all the way up to make that, whereas in a diesel engine, maybe you're not, you know, necessarily making max torque super low, but you're making a lot of torque. Yeah, low. T- torque is what gets you moving. That's what yeah. you feel. That's the set you back in your seat feeling. So, And that's why a lot of people underestimate or overestimate how much power a diesel truck is actually making. Because yeah. you may be only making 300 horsepower, but you're making damn near 600, 700, 800 foot-pounds of torque. Yep. And that's what sets you back in your seat. And you're th- this is a 1,000 horsepower truck. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You're, just, you're making torque, bud. Welcome to the game. Yeah. And that's why you know everybody recommends going with a diesel truck. Just things are less stressed. It's an engine that's built for that type of application. Yeah. So it typically just works better. And I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna bring up stability a little bit as mm-hmm. far as, I mean, there, obviously there are 25 and 3500 gas vehicles that you can buy, um, where this doesn't really affect that. But if you're moving from like an F150 or a Ram 1500 or a Toyota Tundra or something in that sort of spectrum of truck, mm-hmm. um, stability. I notice a huge difference in stability where where I'm towing my like just quick on my trailer it's 23 feet 24 mm-hmm. feet uh it's like 7500 pounds um i could feel it moving me around in the truck a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. when i was when and, I you, and you were well within your spec like and i was well within the spec i think yeah. the towing rating on that truck was like 9000 9500 pounds something around there um so i was up there but i wasn't i wasn't uh, maxing it out but you could just on, on, you know, windy roads, on bumpy roads, you could just feel that trailer just kind of moving you around. And yeah. just, it just, it's not like it's like frightening or anything, but it's just something that you have to constantly think about when you're, when you're going down roads mm-hmm. and, and you feel that kind of moving you around. I'm not saying you have to like compensate for it enough, like, or a, a lot. Like, I'm not saying it's like shoving me off the road or anything, mm-hmm. but it's just something that you feel that makes driving the truck a little more, you just got to be more, um, cautious yeah, I, guess. I, I wouldn't I, necessarily say like you're you're in less control because and i want you to feel like you're you you have no control when you're driving a gas engine towing or something like that no yeah but it's I'm just not. more so i mean when you think about being able to command the weight yeah and, and move the weight properly you have a truck that's nearing its max limit and yeah. just a, a smaller vehicle overall smaller track width sm- y- less weight yep. less length you want the truck to move the weight not the weight to move you boom trademark Kay. stamp trademark. it gosh Sometimes I come up with good ones. You're just a machine <laughs> with that stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, and then I get into my 2500, um, and uh, man, it's, it, it's night and day. Mm-hmm. We we joke about we jo- we joke about this all the time because we'll get customers that'll call and be like, "I'm towing 30,000 pounds. I don't even feel it. I don't even feel it." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, dude, you feel it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, don't 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 blow that smoke. <laughs> like, 
Um, but <laughs> moving from, again, the Toyota that I had to this truck, I'm kind of saying I don't really feel it. <laughs> well, yeah, the driving I mean? experience is totally different. You're just Oh, you're, yeah. You're I look down. I'm going 70. And I'm, you yeah. know, I'm like, oh, wow. I'm, I'm freaking clipping. Exactly. So it, it, that's kind of what we're – that was a long way about it. But that's what we're talking about, you know, why people say to get a diesel pickup truck to tow with. And efficiency, efficiency. I'm getting – Asterisk. i got to put an asterisk in here. Yeah. The half-ton diesels. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the half-ton diesel market is marketed towards, and the, the reason they have that is not necessary to get you to tow with a half-ton a half better, but efficiency. Yeah. It's for fuel economy. Don't think that you're getting a half-ton with a diesel because this half-ton is going to tow just a shit-ton more than yeah. the gas engines will. Here's the thing that will put you in, put you in, bring you back to Reality Ranch here. Look at the tow rating of a, uh, an, let's say, an F-150. Mm-hmm. F-150 EcoBoost, F-150 Power Stroke. Guess which one has the higher tow, tow rating? The EcoBoost. Yeah. Not the diesel. Mm-hmm. I, I get it, that the, the half-ton diesels are a great platform for certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great if you daily drive a half-ton truck, don't necessarily tow with it all the time, but you want benefits of mileage because of mm-hmm. the diesel engine. Great truck to go get. But if you have a half-ton truck that you're towing a trailer with that you're like, you know what, this thing's just not quite doing it for me. I'm getting poor fuel economy. It feels like it's it, it, it can't move the weight good enough. I'm going to upgrade to the half-ton diesel. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with mileage and with uh, just – it's going to feel very similar. It, it might. I'm not going to say it feels worse. I mean, I towed with a half-ton diesel. I had a little – I had a 27-foot cobalt boat that I mm-hmm. towed with it. Um, it did pretty good, but I don't know. It just, it's a half ton truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, okay. So let's now get into, you know, things to think about when you're getting into your, your now three quarter or bigger three quarter ton truck. By the way, if you're, if this may sound like dumb information, but I'm just going to put out there three quarter ton truck. That's what we're referring to. Like the 2,500, like an F two fifty, one ton truck, 3,500s. And then obviously a dually is going to be able. You know, that's basically what you're looking at there. Yeah. Um, an F three fifty. Sorry, I don't want to right. say better than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so things to think about when you're trying to spec your truck out to how much you're going to tow, or maybe you get into that. And you know, if if you've ever thought about like, well, you know, my truck's ready to tow eleven thousand. You know, my trailer's ten five. You know. <laughs> yeah. The numbers match up. Yeah. So, like, go talk to anybody that recently upgraded from a diesel, you know, from a half ton to a diesel pickup, and they'll tell you, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're definitely able to move the weight a hell of a lot better. Oh, absolutely. Um, another, I mean, the first, again, I don't want to, like, sound like a, this whole podcast is just, like, basic stuff, but it, it does. Here's the thing. I'm only bringing this up because I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I, I'm, I'm seeing trucks that are, most of them, lifted. They're towing a trailer, and their trailer is <laughs> nose high, like super high. Get the um, lean. You got to make sure that your 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 trailer is level, and you have a proper the the properly amount the proper amount of drop for your hitch mm-hmm. for your trailer. Um, because when those trailers are are have you, you I know you've seen this video that little video of the yeah, like the, the car, car on the, the treadmill. treadmill. Oh, totally. Yeah, and when that thing is up high, it's mm-hmm doing this it's, yeah. it's going all over there's the no place there's no natural return to center there's, there's no, no natural yeah. exactly you want to have that trailer level and you want to if it's a heavy trailer you especially um you, you're you should be using probably a weight distribution hitch on a heavy trailer which is going to mm. then transfer the weight to the to the uh the front wheels and it's it's really cool to actually understand how all that stuff works mm-hmm. if you don't understand how it works it's it's really cool because like when i hook my trailer up to the truck I'll uh, pull it out of the driveway without the distribution hitches on it, and I mm-hmm. get it on level ground. And then once it's out in front of my house, I will take the tongue jack on the trailer. It's an electric tongue jack, so I can just lift it up, and I'll watch. You can see, like, on the hitch, there's a little gap. You know how you can, like, you put it in, there's you can lift it up and down mm-hmm. a little bit, right? Yeah. So when the hitch is sitting in the, or the stinger is sitting in the hitch, there's a gap on the top, okay? So I'll lift the whole trailer up attached to the, to the ball mm-hmm. lift and then once i'll see that gap close and then i'll lift up even further so i'm actually lifting the rear of the truck up mm-hmm. then i put my weight distribution bars on which in all honesty i probably don't need on my trailer but i don't know i just do it anyways um 
And, but what's cool is when you lower it back down, you'll see that hitch is already up. But what that's doing is it's transferring the weight to the front wheels mm -hmm. where you want it because you don't want your truck to be ass low because you're taking the weight off the front of the tires, so mm -hmm. you're, you're compromising your steering. There is a bunch of flies is attaching yeah, to no. you right now. <laughs> I'm a dirty old man. <laughs> dirty old man. Um, there's actually uh, there's, there's really cool videos out there on weight distribution hitches, like when they first made them. Have you mm -hmm. ever seen those? Uh -uh. They like, literally take the wheels off the back of the vehicle. And we'll put the weight distribution hitch on, and there's nothing on the back, and it's just driving with the front. Have you seen those? So the yeah. the way that I learned about that, it was I was working for Red Bull at the time, and we had this huge trailer that we had to get from like a loading dock and and uh, like by the Embarcadero over to where we were working, mm -hmm. and we didn't have an actual a proper truck to move it around with, and it was a big long trailer, like a triple axle, like yeah. long enclosed trailer, it basically being towed behind a toter home. Yeah. A Toyota Tacoma had no business <laughs> moving this hitch, <laughs> moving this trailer. Okay? Yeah, Tacoma. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, a four-liter two-wheel drive Tacoma. Perfect. Four-door, <laughs> your long, long bed-ish in, yeah. in the Tacoma, with a weight distribution hitch. And the guy I was with, like, I, there's a lot of things that like I'll cowboy up and like do. Yeah. Because like I, I straight up, told, I was like, I ain't doing this, man. Yeah. Like uh, a, like I've driven in a truck and a trailer in San Francisco before. I'll figure it out. It's fine. But this. I ain't doing it, dude. Yeah. Like I'm that thing. That's the longest truck I've ever driven. I've ever even moved in my life. Yeah. Not only that, but like, there's no way this Tacoma is gonna do it. He's like, ah, oh, the trailer's unloaded. I'm like, I've seen how much trailers weigh. Yeah. You Stopping. Can't do that. That's a big thing. He's <laughs> like, no, I brought the weight distribution hitch, and he, I was like, what? Yeah. I, I don't even know if airbags at that point. Yeah. And he's like, watch this, and he literally lifted the wheels off the ground. He's like, he like cranked it, cranked it, cranked it. Yeah. Like, like, like leaned on it real. Like, yeah. And we like we like, like rocked it back and forth, and the tires were like. Like, you can see daylight on the tires. Like, holy shit! Yeah, they're no joke. You they're are cool. not kidding. He's like, yeah, I'll drive it. We'll be fine. I was yeah. like, <laughs> okay, bro. I'm <laughs> riding shotgun, dude. Let's roll. <laughs> yeah, which uh, I brought up stopping. Stopping's a big thing, <laughs> um, you, especially if your trailer is in an unfavorable position, whether it be too too much uh, too much tongue weight or not enough where it's sitting up. Mm -hmm. Stopping can cause a, a bunch of issues too. Where you don't want that trailer squirreling around on you when you're trying to stop quick. Mm -hmm. um, so and that actually brings me into something else that I had to do last weekend. So on my trailer, I had a, I had a uh, every time I take off, I had this weird like, and it would just go away. This noise from the mm -hmm. from the trailer, hmm. and I'm like, huh, maybe this is like the uh, the brakes adjusting. I don't freaking yeah. know. Um, so. It got. I got to the point with it where I'm like, okay, I need to. We need to figure out exactly where this is coming from, and then I'm gonna look at it as soon as we get back home. So I had my wife hop in the driver's seat of the truck as she's towing the trailer down in the parking lot, and I I walked around and I listened and I found exactly where it was coming from. I'm like, okay, it's that wheel, mm -hmm. something going on. Do I have a broken spring? Because they're just drum brakes. So I'm like thinking there's a broken spring or something miss. You know, something yeah, broke something off something. Out, yeah. All the improvements to the show you are seeing and hearing are thanks to our epic sponsors like No Limit Fabrication. Huge thank you to Mike and his crew down in Southern California for getting a bunch of carbon certifications and making high-quality parts. New episodes come out every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and so <clears throat> I get home, and uh, again, don't even pull it in the driveway because I want my driveway's on a slope. So I, I want a nice level spot, so I parked it right in front of the house, jacked up the the the. Uh, the, it's a tandem axle tra uh, travel trailer, so I it was the uh, passenger rear. So I jacked that up, took the wheel off, um, took the hub off. You got it's like the whole drum and hub is like one piece, right? Mm -hmm. So you you pop the cap off, and it's like cotter pin and a, a bolt or a castle um, nut, a castle nut, and then the bearing comes out, and then the whole drum comes off. Mm -hmm. Well, I pulled it apart, and what happened was I don't. I don't know if it's because there was too much grease in there or, or or what happened. I don't know. But grease pushed its way past the seal of the drum and made its way into the inside of the drum and kind of got everywhere, right? The way those trailer brakes work is there's an actuator arm that has a big magnet on it, like this big. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it slides on like a little pin thing. And uh, I had my wife, when I had it all apart, I had my wife go in, turn the truck on, and I made sure that that magnet was magnetized because you just put a screwdriver to it mm -hmm. when you have power. If you if you feel it, okay, it works. So that's that's working, great. But then I couldn't. I at that point I didn't understand how the brakes worked completely. Mm -hmm. So I'm literally I'm dangling this like this actuator arm with a brake on it. And I'm like something's not right. Why is this like just 
because the noise that this is making when I move it is the exact noise I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. I just had to think about it for a little bit. <laughs> I just had to look at it and go, oh, I get it. If you look on the inside of the drum, that, that magnet sticks to the inside of the drum, and as it's turning, it'll actuate the brakes. Mm-hmm. Depending on how much brake you apply will, is, is, is uh, telling the magnet on how much to stick to the drum. Mm-hmm. So the more you hit the brake, the harder it sticks, the more brakes that are applied. Mm-hmm. What was happening is there was grease on everything. Oh, and so when it was, it was detaching itself, and it was... And so I cleaned it up, put it all back together, re-greased everything, packed the bearings. Works perfect. No noise. It's completely silent. Check your brakes on your trailer. Check your hubs. Check all that stuff. A buddy of mine had a really good... Um, uh, well, I don't know if they call it a hack, but it's a good thing to have. Get one of the, like a get an infrared thermometer. Totally, that you can just shoot on it. So That's like every, a, like if, especially good. if you're towing heavy or going going far, especially summertime, it's hot as hell. Um, anytime you stop, just grab that thermometer and hit the hit the hubs. Mm-hmm. Find some find the issue before it becomes a even bigger issue and possibly damages something, or you have a accident on the road because your brakes aren't working, or you blow a hub or whatever. Mm-hmm. So just um, brakes are very important. Make sure that system's working on whatever you're towing. Make sure you got a good brake controller as well. I re- I would recommend a, a proportional brake controller instead of a timed. Mm-hmm. Do you know the difference? Have you know the difference no. between those? Okay. So <clears throat> most basic ones are going to be what's called a timed controller. Okay. So you set the when you hit the brakes, you'll set the basically how quick it goes to to the max gain. So if you have it set at five. You hit the brakes, it'll go 1, 1.2, 1.4, and it'll go all the way up to 5 on a certain amount of time. And you kind of set that time on how quick it applies full brakes, right? They work. I had a timed one for a while. It worked. Um, but proportional is way better uh, as far as as far as far braking and not wearing your brakes out quicker. Does that go off of, like, how hard you press the brakes? Exactly, like exactly. So it, it, it'll fluctuate depending on how much brake you're applying, which I would highly recommend. They're like... Forty dollars more. Just go with it. Just get it. Um, it makes a whole lot of sense. I can't like timed ones work. I mean, like I said, I I towed for almost a year with a timed one. I didn't think it was bad, but when you're trying to kind of slow down, I guess easily, mm-hmm. and you're on the brakes, your your trailer brakes are going to slow you down way quick. You're just going to burn up your brakes quicker. Yeah, yeah. Be, um, so with the proportional, you can kind of it'll just go with your foot basically mm-hmm. so and so uh, just to recap or go back real quick what tyler's talking about with like the the thermometer gun is you may be asking yourself well, what temperature should it be you're not necessarily looking at what that the number is you're looking for the like the one consistency or two that are totally different yeah like if you normally see 180 all the time every time you stop for fuel 180 180 and all of a sudden when you're stopping fuel next time it's 180 180 180 400 like yeah problem whoa yeah. something's wrong with that one yeah like, Th- that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and, and and repairing trailer hubs is about the easiest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. It's it's insanely simple. There's not much to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially I mean, yeah, if you catch it early. If you, you catch it early you and nothing's it damaged. itself, then yeah, yeah, then you got an issue. But if you can catch it and where it's like where it just it did smoke a bearing, like okay, yeah. we'll get a new bearing on that. Okay, yeah, nice. yeah. Most auto parts stores will probably have that stuff in stock. I mean. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, in, in fact that my buddy I was talking to when I was working on this he's like just go buy a new one <laughs> like the whole hub because you can buy like the inner brake mm-hmm. with the magnet and all the stuff for like sixty bucks I was like oh I was totally I sh-. I'm like five bolts away from that he's yeah. like yeah you just take those off and it's two buck connectors I'm like seriously <laughs> well, <laughs> well I guess I'll see if this fixes it <laughs> well you know what I would do then get one and have go that buy an, yeah give yeah. it as an extra yeah there's go nothing wrong with buy that. a hub and then I assume that comes with a bearing right. Um, it, there's going to be a seal on it. No, I'm sorry. That's the drum. So no, no, no bearings, no nothing. <laughs> Mike was going to flop you on me. Because <laughs> the, there's an inner bearing on the drum. So it's a seal, inner bearing, space in the middle, and then the outer bearing, and then the castle nut. Okay. So that's going to help us transition into like our next portion here. Let's say you're, you if you're listening to this, this particular episode, you may be thinking to yourself like, okay, yes, I am new to towing. And I did just buy my diesel pickup truck, yeah. or I'm just new to towing in general. That that really brings us uh, really well into what should I have with me? Like I know I need to have stuff with me, but yeah. what should I have? If you're one of those guys that's like, I'm not sure if I need this part or this part or this part. Like you mentioned before, buy the whole hub, get the bearing, get a tube of grease, yep, and like a set of gloves yep. and a small ratchet set. 
put it all in a small plastic tote. Yeah. Put it in a trailer. Leave it there. Don't eat, yeah. like, and like a can of brake cleaner or a brush or something like that. Yeah. And just totally forget you even have it there. Don't don't pull it out when someone needs. Oh, I need a, a pair of gloves. No, no, no. That's the emergency yeah. hub kit. You put that away for when your hub takes a crap on you yep. and you got it ready to go. Yeah. Also being said, a spare. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A spare. And I want to go back to the tools here because mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, a lot of people will have like the basic toolkits, right? That they'll just throw some, you know, a cheap mm-hmm. little craftsman or Stanley or whatever toolkit. Okay. That's cool. But you got to make sure you have tools to work on the stuff that you have. Yeah. Get a brick drum tool. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you have the tools to do what you're going to do because there's nothing worse going, oh, I need to fix this real quick. I know how to fix it. Let me grab my tools. Oh, I don't have the tool. Yeah. I know how to fix it, but I don't have the thing to fix it with. Uh, uh, uh. And this is where like the, and I, I am a huge proponent of, you know, I do like nice <coughs> tools. And what we're talking about here is you don't necessarily need to go and buy like pro grade tools to do all of this. Keep in mind, this is, this is an emergency situation. This is tools that you just basically need to have and always just know that you have, but not use on a regular basis. Yeah. So if you do end up going and buying the Harbor Freight Brake Drum Toolkit, awesome. Yeah. Or Only if, use it for emergencies. Don't be using it all the time at your house yes, for doing service. Because if you end up totally thrashing this tool the one time you use it, that's fine. Yeah. The, the idea is like, because if you didn't have it, you're aft. Yeah. You just need to have something to get you through. Yeah. Get yourself also, um, well, depending, I mean, I carry this with me just because I have a, a, a travel trailer, so I'm trying to level stuff and... Uh, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's low on one side, I put, I've got this, uh, I've got just wood blocks, mm-hmm. like, um, like a one by, I cut them into like lengths about, yeah, about 12 to 14 inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a little basket that I have like 15 of them in there, especially if you get, let's say you blow a tire. This has happened to me before. <laughs> blow a tire on the road. I pull off to the side of the road. I'm in gravel. Okay. I don't really feel comfortable throwing a jack no way. with a pad on it. That's my spare tire jack for the truck. Uh, in gravel <laughs> okay um so wood blocks throw some wood blocks under there put mm-hmm. your jack on it and then jack it up um nice to have um just you know for stuff like that so so let's kind of move a little bit more into the for towing yeah the the stuff that you don't realize you need until you've used it once and you always have it with you now from now on zip ties zip ties okay <laughs> um mine and and it, it's, it may seem superficial gloves yeah. The the one thing that I freaking hate is if I'm on the side of the road doing a repair and I bust up my hand because then you got to get back in the truck and drive the rest of the way and you just like put a damper on your whole entire weekend. Or I'm going to sound like a total priss about this. I hate dirty steering wheels. Oh, my God. Don't oh, get me started. I freaking hate them. So disgusting. So uh, that's part of the reason why I would want to have a pair of gloves. And I'm not saying my hands <laughs> need to be like pristine washed when I touch my steering wheel. But if I can prevent my hands from being caked in black grease and dirt before I get them back into my truck, which I take pride in my interior, yeah. and drive on for the next two hours, right? I'm going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, have an extra pair of gloves. Absolutely. Um, the, the other one that often gets overlooked is uh, a headlamp. Get a yeah. headlamp, dude. Because yeah. it, uh, you may have everything prepared, and then all of a sudden it happens at nighttime. And guess who's trying to hold the iPhone with the light on there? Yeah. Your kid or your wife. Yeah. And no you're trying to, like, prop it up so it just kind of sits there by itself. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to be happy in that situation. No. No. What else? I said zip ties. Zip ties are always nice. Just You never know. Duct tape, um, like, Gorilla Tape is awesome. Like, that stuff is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, when I blew the tire in the trailer, I had to duct tape our uh, fender flare back on mm-hmm. uh, so I didn't lose that, too. <laughs> um uh, that's a that's a good one, um, a, a breaker bar. Especially if you don't um, have like a super long ratchet, mm-hmm. um, or you know you may have one, but you don't have a spot to put it in your truck or trailer. Um, a breaker bar is nice. I just I shove mine in the. It's actually a jack handle from a Pro Eagle jack, which is it's actually kind of nice because it's got a little pad on it. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a nice little breaker bar. Uh, but I just throw that in the storage compartment of the trailer. So if I need to take lugs off or anything, I just have a regular, you know, three-quarter Craftsman wrench. There, and, uh, uh, there breaker. are also um, – I had one way back in the day, but uh, extendable ratchets. Were How like strong are those? Strong enough to get you by. Yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't so – like, I wouldn't chief on it if it was my, like, job. 
but at the same time, if, if I've got a limited amount of space to work with and I've got a cheater bar that I can have a half-inch ratchet that's either 12 inches long or like 18 inches long or right. 20 inches long or something like that, that gets you a lot of leverage. It and does. If you only need that leverage five, six times, you're good to go. Yeah. I will say, though, the one that I had before, it was a uh, it was a tire iron that had just a, a half-inch, uh, like, came out and had like a half-inch uh, drive on the side yeah. of it. And it was extendable. I reefed on that thing harder than I, I thought was even possible. Yeah. And they never broke. Yeah. Um, I will say that's one of the things I probably would not go cheap on. Yeah. And I'm not saying you need to go buy like the – Well, by uh, the end, you know, when you spread it out, you're yeah. like as thin as a golf club. Like. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm not saying like go expensive and buy like the Mac one or something like that because I guarantee they probably don't make it. But I'm talking like if they have – if you have a choice between like the Pittsburgh Harbor Freight option or like the Husky Home Depot one, get the Husky one. Yeah. Like just, just get that next step up. Um. I know, since you brought up Husky, mm-hmm. spare straps. Yeah. S- ratchet straps. Like Home Depot has an au- – talk, I talk about this every yeah. time you I I see you your straps because stra- yeah, yeah. we have the same straps. Um, Home Depot has a great deal on like four ratchet straps that are Husky that are that work great yeah. for like $9 every now and again. Like go pick up an extra set of ratchet straps. I've even used the end of a ratchet strap as a dog leash because I forgot a dog leash before. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's just useful to have, especially yeah. when you know you have enough of them to where. Yeah. And like, I I will never throw away ratchet straps, especially even when they get frayed. And it's not because I still use them to secure loads. It's because having a strap that is like disposable. That's yeah. B- it's nice. Hell yeah, it's nice. Absolutely. Um, also, if you are the kind of person that may be graduating from like a a Ford Ranger or a half-ton F-150 or half t- a half-ton truck into a three-quarter-ton truck, and you have not taken that step in your your man life to learn how to use a ratchet strap. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, it's time. You buying a three-quarter-ton truck or a bigger, it's time to learn how to use ratchet straps. Yeah, learn how to properly tie things down. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying, like, I'm a freaking tie-down Nazi as far as, like, I oh, am. that's... 100%. No, I... It, but there's... There's multiple right ways to do tying down stuff, mm-hmm. and but there's also a hell of a lot of wrong ways. Yes. <laughs> to you know what I'm saying? Um, just make sure whatever you're securing, you're securing it properly, and the straps that you're using can handle the weight of the thing that you're securing. <laughs> like, Let me give you guys an anecdote here, and yeah. I, I'm going to have to bleep a couple of things out. You have to, gentlemen. You have to use your imagination on this one, but I'm sure you'll you'll follow me with uh, <laughs> what I'm going at here. Uh, my my standard for tying things down properly, and and don't get me wrong, like what you just said was correct. Like if yeah. I'm only going two blocks, and yeah. it's not a very precocious load, like yeah, as long as it's not moving, I know I'm gonna go ten miles an hour. Right. It's gonna be fine. Like when we right. took the 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 couch to the dump, yeah, we threw one strap on there. We took back roads. We took back roads. I don't think we broke forty. At most, yeah. If we did, I was more concerned about the seat cushions coming off the couch exactly. on the freeway. So I was like, yeah. let's just go the slow road. <laughs> but the the standard that I adhere to as far as how solid should things feel when you strap them down? <clears throat> Would you on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if yeah, if you were on, you know, you were you know out and and you had something strapped down in the back of your truck and. And the, the moment strikes you, and <laughs> what, would you on it? Yeah. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. <laughs> it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about pooping. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All I right. I thought that's what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be solid enough to where you, you feel comfortable getting up there confidently and just giving her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's how solid it needs to be. Yeah. And also tie up your straps. Yeah, I, I hate seeing loose ends dangling. Oh my! Do you know what God. I do with my loose ends, especially if I'm towing down, towing uh, or you know strapping down, whether it be like a side by side or something? Because I'll help Cass's mom a lot with with hers. Um, you know, so she's got her strap once it's connected and hooked. It's only like eh, maybe like three feet long. Mm-hmm. So she's got like five feet. Tons of, of extra. So yeah. what I'll do is I'll wrap it through the eye loops of the strap and give it like three other area three other barriers of protection mm-hmm. and it stops anything from sliding loose as far as on the ratchet strap and then they'll you know tie that up that's how i that's how my dad always taught me to do it like if you got extra go up through that loop go back down up through back down mm-hmm. and then tie it off that's what i always do not a bad idea yeah i like it yeah, instead of just like rolling it up and calling yeah. it good 
It's a little extra little area of protection okay. there, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. And <laughs> also, you can never have too many straps. I'm yeah. just saying. Like, uh, yeah, you can never have too many straps. Yeah. With uh, I, I just got some straps for the side-by-side for mm. that's supposedly coming Honda. <laughs> um, but they had the, they came with this really cool, like a, it's only, I don't want to call it a soft shackle because it's not a shackle, uh, but it's just basically a a section of strap that's got two eye, two loops on either side. So you could wrap it around mm-hmm. and then hook it onto your straps. So they call it like a soft strap. Mm-hmm. So it just goes around stuff so you don't scratch anything. Mm-hmm. It's like for motorcycles or UTVs or whatever. Um, I bought, so it came, my straps came with four. I bought four more. Um, just because that rack that I got on the truck now, which I got my rack. I don't know if we even talked about this. I got the rack for the side by side on the truck now. It's pretty cool looking. I like it. It's mm-hmm. it's gonna work it out really hard. good. Shout out to Kretz Customs out in Post Falls for knocking that thing out. Uh, and s- he busted those things out oh, so freaking quick. quick. Yeah, he had it. Ra- he- we were waiting on ramps like that. I mean, that was the only holdup. So he does super good work out there. If you're looking for a UTV rack and you need it quick, check him out. KretzCustoms.com. Super cool dude. Easy to work with. Um, Highly recommend him if you're looking for a UTV rack and don't want to wait like 10 weeks for like a Ram Tech or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I going? And you want to support a smaller, like local type. Yeah, business. he's in the same building as Four Wheel Parts in Post Falls. Shit, yeah. He's just right off the back of their oh, building. Oh, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. Where the fairgrounds. Yeah, right yeah. off the back of their building. Nice. Yeah, cool. Uh, and I can't believe we haven't mentioned this till then, but uh, shameless plug Max Straps or Max Tie Downs. Yeah, Max Tie Downs. Um, that's M A C S. Um, uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. They're not cheap. And when I say they're not cheap, I mean, like, not only in quality, but they – if you're used to just, you know, buying the Home Depot straps like we are, yeah. but you do have a specialized application, spend the extra money, get the good strap, get something that's going to secure, more than likely, a very expensive piece of equipment Yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. No, they're, they're great straps. I, I'm – gonna say i didn't go i didn't get max i think you should i, I i'm i'm going to okay yeah. but i the the problem with what i had going on is i i don't know where tie down points are going to be on the well i can imagine where they're going to be on the side by side i don't know where it's going to land on the rack right i agree and their with you utv okay, I their utv this, racks yeah. or their utv straps have the hook on the ratchet mm-hmm. and i don't have hooks so I have to loop around, and that's why I got extra of those soft mm-hmm. straps mm-hmm. to go around. The, I'm going to eventually, obviously, get some D-rings that I'll have the guys in the shop weld on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I needed something to kind of get me by, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, um, I, I see. Where, I t- I, yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm when he comes, like, he's going to come on the podcast, and I'm going to talk to him about it, and we'll get, yeah. we'll get, we'll get situated. A proper spec out for that Absolutely. One. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that being said, yes, obviously, be smart. Don't buy straps if you don't know what you need. Yeah, because <laughs> I would consider them to be a somewhat specialized strap. Like if you if you've ever like, well, what kind of what kind of hook do you want? Do you want it 180 degrees? Or right. Do you, degrees? Yeah. Do you want chain link or not? It's like I didn't know I had this many options. It, Shit, yeah. I need to figure this and out. And they're super high quality. Their ratchets that they use are are just amazing. I mean, yeah. it's they're great straps. Uh, we've used them for a long. That's pretty much exclusively what we use on any of the trailers that we have here. And yeah, they come in a nice little gear bag. Super nice. Super clean. Uh, teaser on Atlas. Just saying that. <laughs> Actually, by the time this comes out, that might be already out there. But if who it cares? It's for one, the truck's badass. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, you should know. Check out our Instagram page for Atlas or F450. It's badass. Yeah. Okay, let's let's try and button this thing up. Um, final final advice for new towers: Do research before you hook up and go. Like, know the weight of your trailer. Get your hitch set up correct. Get it level. Get all that stuff done because it's just going to make your towing experience that much easier, nicer, comfortable. Um, you know, knowing your because I even me like when I got my travel trailer, I had to adjust my, I had to adjust my hitch like three times because I, I just it just didn't seem perfect for me. And mm-hmm. I just and the trick behind it, obviously get your trailer level, measure that, and then set your drop hip hitch up for that height because you want it to be level once you get. Um, everything on there so do your re- know how much weight you're towing um and just make sure you got the right components make sure you got a hitch that's got the right weight weight, weight rating the right amount of drop um and, and even for the guys that are that that are way jacked up like huge you know lifted trucks there's hitch options out there for you check out uh bulletproof hitch uh we sell a ton of their stuff um they have really cool 
like huge, like huge drop hitches. Yeah, they're still um, way overrated. They're like, way overrated. Like, they're, they're waiting for a lot of weight. What's cool when you get to those big drops is they'll have actually a kit. The struts. The struts, the bars that go back to the frame. Yeah. Like just you spend a bunch of money on your trailer. You spend a bunch of money on your truck. Don't skimp on the hitch. Make sure that's what is literally <laughs> is attaching your it truck to the trail. One ball. It comes down to the ball and, and the nuts, hit, you, like, you know? seriously, <laughs> like well, I don't understand why people skimp on that. Like, yeah. get the proper stuff. You, you, it, it takes one time to have an issue mm-hmm. and have something like catastrophically go wrong, and now your truck could be. Here's the thing: when you have an accident with a trailer and you have something fail. It's not just going to jack up your hitch and maybe a little bit of here here and there on the trailer. It's going to jack up your truck. Oh yeah. It's going to jack up the hitch and it's going to jack up your trailer. So and hopefully you and don't whatever mess you have else on up. it or in it. Like think about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's here's it's a tough thing to kind of get over when you spend a bunch of money on a truck and you spend a bunch of money on the trailer and you're like, "You know what? There's this hitch for 500 bucks or there's this one for 150. They both have the same rating, but this one, you know, it, they say it's built a lot stronger and this go with go with that one don't go with the cheap one again mm-hmm. that is the connection point to you're like don't make that your fusible link <laughs> okay <Yeah>. don't <laughs> so just yeah check everything out make sure you've got everything that's matched components that way you don't have any issues going down the road you don't damage anything and you have a good weekend that's what it's all about so i i know what i would say right now but i want to i want to preface it real quick here so let's say you you're your trailer, you've got the proper hookups for your trailer. Mm-hmm. Your your weight mitigation is taken care of. Yep. Like you you've dialed your trailer in. Yeah. And your truck your truck and trailer are dialed in. What's that? I know I just asked you what's the one thing. Yeah. But after everything's all dialed in, what's the one thing you might be missing, or that would help you out a lot? Do you know what one thing that I always wanted to do but I haven't done yet? What? That I think is really cool is the wireless TPMS sensors that you can monitor from inside the cab. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, those are badass. And most of them, minus like the ARB, I, I kit, have one that's it's somewhat related to what you're talking about. Okay. Yes, there's the ARB kit. There's um, uh, there there's a whole slew of them that are out there, but they're just like caps, mm-hmm. right, with a pressure sensor in it, and it's got a wireless module that will go to the to the cab and it, that the module that's in the cab it usually just plugs into like a cigarette lighter and it'll display mm-hmm. you know whether you have two axles full uh, you know two axles one and it'll display the tire pressure of each super handy to have because you don't want to have a blowout especially in travel trailers like ours we have a slide on each side right so if i blow a tire it's hitting the bottom of the slide mm-hmm. which it did like it ripped up the um, uh, I don't know, even know what you, the hell you call it, like the webbing underneath. Like I had to tape all that. I had to buy the actual RV tape to clean all that up because mm-hmm. when that tire blew, it just shredded. I mean, if you, you can see on the side of my trailer where that tire blew. Like we had to order a whole new panel piece to get put on because mm-hmm. it's all wavy because that tire, when it blew, it was just violent under there. Mm-hmm. So monitoring, I, I don't, you know, I check tires pretty, pretty, you know, religiously, not – not that I'm putting a, a gauge on, but I'm looking at them. I, you know, I can tell if a tire is low or that sort of thing. Everything seemed fine, but something had happened, whether I got, uh, you know, uh, I rolled over something or it was over PS, you know, there's too much pressure in there. I mm-hmm. don't know what happened with it, but that tire just completely shredded and it took out a lot of stuff along with it. Um, so um, that would be a, uh, that honestly is probably something I might look into getting. Uh, just because I, li- I like to be able to monitor that and, and, and know that. And I think that would be a good little peace of mind for towing. So mine for that is the uh, portable air compressor. Oh, golly. I use that thing all the freaking time. I know. I use mine <laughs> totally all the time. I totally forgot about it. I have a trailer. Yeah. Uh, but being able to have a portable air compressor for your rear tires, for if your spare is flat, to fill up your, your own tires. tires. Yeah. Your <laughs> own tire. Just that portable air compressor has come in handy for me so many times that I highly recommend it. Um, Fire makes a, a great portable unit. Yeah. Um, ARB makes a great compressor. The, the portable units are on like indefinite back order right now, but um, yeah. if I are uh, the both the one that you and I both have, I have like the the one version down from yours. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the RV version, I have the regular version. Yeah. Um, but I use that thing all the time. Oh, so do I. Um, and the last one, the last piece of advice we're going to give you with here is. If you even if you're new to towing or if you're you can probably attest to this if you've been towing for a long time, don't ever be afraid to take the opportunity to do a quick 
you know, walk around, check, pre-check, whatever. Absolutely. And, and what I mean with that is like the, you know, you're, you've already done your pre-check when you left your house, you strapped everything down and you're getting fuel before you get on the freeway. That is the best time. Yeah. Like you, you're, you're, you've had your, your shakedown, everything. If the, if the strap was loose, but it, it tightened up or that's the time you're going to find it and everything like that. Or let's say you've just taken a long, long, long back road, and now you're getting ready to get back on the interstate. Yeah. If there's a spot to pull over and it's convenient, pull the hell over. Yeah, check it out. And, and it's funny you mention that because a, a I, shake, a shake, I literally do that. do so much. I do that every time. When I hook up my trailer before we leave, I start at the hitch. Mm-hmm. I make sure pin, 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 locked, everything's good, wiring's hooked up, chains are hooked up. The emergency brake is hooked up, mm-hmm. and I'll literally walk around the trailer. And I'll do a lap around the trailer, and I start on the passenger side, I'll go around, driver's side, and then we're gone. Mm-hmm. And then absolutely every time we stop, whether I'm getting fuel or we're stop. Wh- what's nice with a travel trailer is, like, the wife's like, I got to use the bathroom. Like, okay, cool. Pull over, use the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> and go. When she's doing that, I, again, walk around again. Just checking things out, making sure everything's good. Again, mm-hmm. uh, a blown tire or a uh, especially a blown hub or something like that that can ruin a weekend quickly yeah especially if it's like a memorial day weekend or something everybody's closed mm-hmm. and now you're stuck on the side of the road and you need a bearing <laughs> like what are you well, gonna do and as you get more and more familiar with what your what everything is supposed to look like the better you'll be able to spot something that's abnormal absolutely like it, and you're and you and you, it's one of those things where you're internally you may not even think about it but you walk by and you're like yeah that did, doesn't look right did, did that were those lug nuts always like brown? Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on there? Yeah. And it's because they've been superheated because the bearings toast or something like that. Yeah. Um. So, it, and it, it goes double for guys that have things strapped down on a trailer. Absolutely. Don't be afraid to walk around. Shake the strap. Shake the strap. Shake. Yeah. The, things move. Things, things move. can move. It happens. Yeah. Um. That being said, I think it's going to wrap this episode up. Sure. Uh, greatly appreciate you guys sticking around for this one. And if you're towing this summer, le- or actually this episode's probably coming out towards the mid end of summer, but. If you're towing, so. let us know what you're towing. Let us, you got any scary stories? Let us know about oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, a- any other tips and tricks you've learned? I, I love the old-timer tips and tricks and the old-timer anecdotes. Yeah. That stuff, like, I, I seriously remember that stuff. Yeah, me too. So uh, anything you got to share on that, please leave in the comment section. I'd love to see it, hear about it. And uh, with all that, I guess we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.